This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. We've got at the bottom of the hour, it'll be Kay Smythe, Cray News with Kay on a Thursday. Lots to talk about there for sure, including FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr. It's like, we got to get rid of TikTok. TikTok's got to go, got to be out of the App Store, got to be out of Google Play. Uh, we'll talk about why that's happening and a lot more going on as well. We talk a lot about China and about China's influence in this country. Basically, we're at war with China without actually being at war with China. It's a very interesting thing to take a look at. So we've got her at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. There was another event with uh, illegal human smuggling on the border, this time Eagle Pass, Texas. We'll talk about that. And um, it's the same day you've got the Supreme Court making a ridiculous um, uh, decision about stay in Mexico and that policy. And it sounds like, I'm pretty sure Brett Kavanaugh went with the with the left on this, which is, uh, which is, is odd. I mean, maybe he wants them to, to stop coming to his house. I have no idea. But it is a Thursday. I'm feeling all right. Carrie, you feeling all right? Uh, yeah. Good old Mel, Mark, and Don makes you feel all right. <laughs> Come on. What's wrong with you? Seems I got it's to the right way to say it. It is, it is not. It is, too. Mark, Don, and Mel would not agree with you. No, no, no. no. Mel, Mark, and Don. I'm going to call Don on the show one day to have you say that to him. Oh, I will. I will. You'll say it, huh? Yeah, absolutely. You'll make it happen? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's go. By the way, Sam's here too. Paulo, I can't see him, but he's here. Let's go. Mel's not even singing. No, just Mark and Don. It's a real part of that trio. If you asked Mel, he'd be like, "No, no, mention me third. <laughs> well, too bad. I'm telling you, he's just that humble. It's he's a big guy. Time. Shocker. He, he needs to. You know, oh, he top needs billing. to get his due. Yeah. Is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let Mark and Don know about that. Okay. It is. Uh, it's Joe Pag show for a Thursday. We appreciate you stopping by. So we had the horrific event with uh, with 53 illegal aliens dying in the back of a tractor trailer. Carrie, do we know yet whether they were in there and came across the border in there? Or if they came across the border, they got onto the tractor trailer. I can't seem to get an answer to that. I'm, although yeah, I know I'm Abbott is changing. Sure. I think Abbott's changing the policy where he's going to be checking these tractor trailers closer again. I wonder if they yes. came across that way. I don't know, Do know, but I know Governor Abbott has said there will be more checkpoints um, that he is establishing, but I, I don't know. I, the I whole mean, thing is just weird. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, both things happen. You have both people going across the border, then getting on the trucks. You have people in the trucks going across the border. And frankly... These people might have started dying well into Mexico if they were already in the truck. 
Mm-hmm. You have no idea. So, I mean, the investigation gonna, is going to show us a lot about what happened here. But we know that Eagle Pass, Texas, today, there was another, what was there, some big accident? It turns out there was human smuggling happening, too? Yes, and I just lost that story. Of course you did. Oh, well, you, you sent it to me, so it's got to still be there, no? No, because then it goes to another ad, and I had to find another story. Mm, okay. Oh, All right, I'm looking okay. for it. And I still have it. I don't think it's a story that we can't do. You want me to give you the link again? Yeah, you can, but I think he- it's going to... Okay, let's give it a shot. People want to hear you say it. They don't want to hear me right? say it. They're tired of I my voice know. on the show today is all I'm saying. We're just putting it right okay, out Okay, I'm going to try to do it. Let's, let's give it a try. Now, the thing that pops up, you just close that. Don't worry about that. Okay, you sent me the one about the Chicago thing. Oh, is this not the thing? Oh, okay, I sent <laughs> no, you the wrong one. You sent me the wrong one. Well, come one. on. We had this together a minute ago. You're the one that sent me <laughs> We're this. We're sounding like a bunch of novices here. Oh. We're talking about, oh, we worked really hard to make it to where we are. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Uh, All right. Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, it, it, this is, you know why? This is the crappy local newspaper. That's why. <laughs> I know, but it keeps going back to an ad saying, do you want to subscribe to this newspaper? No. No, I don't. I don't. And that's why they won't let me read it. All right. Well, I'll just, I'll just put it out there. It is, uh, the, the headline is, human smuggling attempt ends in fatal crash. And this is pronounced Encinal, right? That's correct. All right, attempted human smuggling ended with a fatal crash just north of Laredo, according to Texas Department of Public Safety. And you've got a picture of just, just this mangled vehicle. And um, you're talking about more people being smuggled into the country across the border. And, and we find this news out today, a few days after 53 died in the back of a tractor trailer, um, on the same day that the Supreme Court says, yeah, you don't have to you don't have to keep doing the stay in Mexico thing. Fill, fill me in on that. I know we have that one. Yes. Uh, from the blaze, President Joe Biden won a victory at the U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday after the court said he may repeal the Trump administration's remain in Mexico immigration policy. Under former President Donald Trump, the Department of Homeland Security required migrants seeking asylum in the U.S. to wait in Mexico for their immigration hearings. This policy, known as Migrant Protection Protocols, was meant to address the widespread problems of migrants coming to the U.S. and disappearing within the country when they are supposed to show up in court. About 70,000 migrants are made to wait in Mexico under the Trump administration. Immigration activists opposed the Remain in Mexico policy, accusing it of being inhumane. Biden sought to repeal it last year as part of his larger effort to reverse his predecessor's immigration policies. But a lower court blocked the administration from doing so. And the question before the Supreme Court was whether repealing the policy would violate federal law that requires migrants to be detained for immigration proceedings and if that migrant arrives on land from a contiguous territory, gives immigration enforcement the option of removing those migrants. Uh, the relevant statute says that any person applying for admission to the U.S. shall be detained for a proceeding unless they are clearly and beyond a doubt entitled to be admitted. If the migrant came to the U.S. by land from a cont- contiguous territory, Mexico or Canada, then the attorney general may return the alien to that territory while they await their proceeding. In a 5-4 to four decision, the court held that repealing Trump's migrant protection protocols did not violate the law. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Again, just the way that it sounds that you get to stay where it is that you came from um, or you have to be adjudicated immediately and then either given asylum status or not. Um, I don't know why they're allowed to get rid of this. So now we have to, what Biden will do, and it's not Biden, it's Obama or somebody else, but what, the, what they'll do out of Washington now is just oh, the, the border is going to be flooded. 
They, as much as they're flooded already, 200000 a month, it's going to be even more than that now if they know they don't have to stay in Mexico while they wait to, to, to have their adjudication about asylum or not. And again, no, they're not bringing them in here and locking them up and waiting for them to get adjudicated while they're being detained. No, no, they're just sending them anywhere they want to go in America. Carrie, does it say what justices did what? It was Kavanaugh that, that skipped sides, right? Yep, we have Chief Justice Roberts, um, Stephen Breyer, Lena Kagan, Brett Kavanaugh, and Sonia Sotomayor. Yeah, See, I mean, it doesn't make any sense why Kavanaugh, this, this conservative guy, would make this move. Um, there's nothing wrong with telling somebody who wants to come here and they're asking for asylum to ask them to stay where they are until they get a, a day of adjudication. Their court date, basically, their day in court. There's no reason to allow them to be here because, again, the vast majority who get here never go to their court date, ever. Why would they? You're going to go to the court date and know that 80 to 90% are going to be deported because they don't get asylum. Why would you ever go to the court date? So you leave them in Mexico or Canada, but Canada's not really in play here. You leave them in Mexico and you tell them, okay, you stay there. And then when your court date comes up, you can come into the country, make your argument for asylum the vast majority of you are going to be sent back, and then you're out of here. But instead, we're allowing 200,000 people a month to come here illegally, and we're never seeing more than 5% of them show up in court. We have no way to track them, no way to, no, no way to make them go to court. They're not being detained after they get their initial new clothing, new food, here's a phone, here's some money. And we're paying for all that. And Trump put something in place that is logical, that's rational, that's sensible, uh, by saying, look, just stay where you're, where you're coming from. And when it's your day, we'll get a hold of you. We'll let you know, okay, now you can come, make your case. Oh, you're going to get asylum. There you go. Boom, you can stay. Oh, you're not going to get asylum. Boom, you got to go. There was literally nothing wrong with that. It's not racist. It's not ethnocentric. It's not negative. It's not bad. It's literally telling people who are coming here illegally, we're going to let you bypass the normal legal process if you've got an asylum claim. Most of them don't, by the way. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I want your thoughts on, on Kavanaugh making the switch. I want your thoughts. We just spelled out exactly what the state of Mexico policy is. Um, I want your thoughts about whether you think that was somehow wrong or bad. And if you could, if you had the button, what would you do today to fix the immigration problem at the border? 888-941-PAGS. Go to my website, JoePags.com. If you haven't been there in a while, we've completely redesigned it. All the social media is there. I posted my monologue about minimum wage in the first hour up on Rumble already. So go there and click on the Rumble link and go watch that or just go to social media. I posted it on all the social media sites. Click on it. Go watch it. Give me your comments on what you think. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247 or JoePags.com. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. Bottom of the hour to be Cray News with K on a Thursday. We appreciate you being here for sure. Make sure you stick around for that. Let me in the meantime tell you about Eden Pure. These are great air purifiers. Best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology. It quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation. 
are raving about how well the thunderstorm freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells just vanish after a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. And it does. It smells like a thunderstorm, like a, a, a great rainstorm just came through. And then that fresh smell that's left afterwards is right there in your home. You, again, over 250,000 of these have been sold. Over 250,000. You know it works. Any odor will disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors like uh, litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home protection. Going to get three units for under 200 bucks as a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for as much as $600. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, family room, kitchen, anywhere you want it to be. And you get this special deal by going to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. Save 200 bucks. Shipping is free, too. EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS3 and make that happen right now. So I saw this earlier, and uh, this is off the beaten path. This is not about immigration, but this is just one of those things that you've got to sort of play because Joe Biden being Joe Biden. Carolyn, did you hear Joe Biden's commentary on uh, on drunk driving? Um, I did not, no. Well, here's a little something for you. Okay. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. And the people that he says it what? to are, like, stunned. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to say. They're, they both go, uh, um, this is, and this is Vice News. So Vice News is, like, the far left-wing news outlet. I mean, he's talking about, about not arresting people as much as we do. I guess he thinks this is criminal justice reform. And the hosts what, happen to be a black woman and a black man, so I don't know um, if this is about black people in the community and police. I don't know what this is about. But he says he, uh, you don't arrest for a misdemeanor you only arrest for a felony, and I don't consider drunk driving a felony. You know, drunk driving, that's killing people. That's killing families. Where people are driving the wrong way down the highway, just just taking innocent people out. Again, the President of the United States said this. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Carrie, nobody claps. Nobody does I, anything. The two yeah, hosts like, look at him. What did he just say? There's an I, audience there. Nobody does anything. They're, and it's nobody silent. asks him about this or calls him out on it. I mean, I, I'm um, speechless. I don't get wow, it. I, and this was today? Uh, either today or yesterday. Wow. This came up. This is. Uh, it was posted by Henry Rogers, who is a Daily Caller um, correspondent. Senior Congressional Correspondent, Daily Caller. And it was posted today at uh, 8.35 this morning, Eastern Time. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at him going, I don't, I don't understand what we're talking about here. This is the oh. President of the United States. Doesn't think drunk driving should be a felony. And you shouldn't arrest those who drive drunk. I mean, is this uh, because of Paul Pelosi? What is this? And and, and how do you spin I, I, that? I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, you, you go to Kareem Jean-Pierre and you say, okay, the president doesn't think drunk driving should be a felony and you shouldn't be arrested for it? Really? And she's going to say, well, the president, what he meant to say was, and then they'll try to correct it. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the, he's, dude, he's gone. The two hosts who are big-time pro-Biden, that's the vice is pro-Biden, they're, they're just looking at him. They don't know what to say. They're completely just stunned. 
Uh, let me go to the phone lines on this day in Mexico policy and Brett Kavanaugh skipping to the left side, to the liberal side. Somebody on Twitter said, when's the last time a liberal switched to the conservative side on the court to make a decision? The answer is probably never. Let me go to the phone line and say hi to Don, who's in Texas. Don, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Hey. I think the Supreme Court did not rule on the merits of the stay in Mexico policy. What they did was just um, point out that stay in Mexico was a Trump executive order and that Joe Biden is allowed to reverse the former president's executive order. Well, we, we read the actual story. You're right. I mean, that's that's what the whole suit was. They weren't allowed to stop stay in Mexico because it makes perfect sense under our immigration laws. And Biden said, uh, I want to stop it or Obama, whoever the hell's uh, speaking for Biden. It's not Biden because he's not there. But they wanted to stop this. And lower courts said, you can't. This is completely applicable under our immigration laws. And the Supreme Court, because you had one conservative switch sides, decided, yes, you can overturn it or stop the policy. I disagree with them. I mean, was there confusion about what they decided today? I get what they said. No, what I'm saying is they didn't make a judgment on the merits of the policy. The fact that it was a Trump uh, executive order means it can be overridden by a uh, Joe Biden executive. Order. Well, I'll disagree. I'll, I'll, I'll disagree with you. I, I think they did judge on the merits of it, saying that it was not covered by our immigration laws in this country. I disagree with them, and I don't know why Kavanaugh would have switched sides. I think that the dissenting uh, four justices are saying what I'm saying, which is we have immigration laws, we have asylum laws, the, what, what Trump put in place is legal and is constitutional, whereas Biden wasn't just trying to say, I'm the new president, I should be able to get rid of it. He was saying it wasn't covered under the Constitution and by our laws that are constitutional when it comes to immigration. I think that's how the four dissenting justices saw it, and that's how I'm seeing it. I think the five probably agree with you that Biden had the right to undo it, and it, they weren't really ju- judging on the constitutionality of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and you may very well be right. I think it was a terrible decision, yeah. but I think I understand the, the reason for it. I got you. I hear you, Don. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing that your reasoning doesn't make sense. Um, I'm saying that the four dissenting justices are saying what I'm saying, and the five justices that said, yeah, you can get rid of it, probably are going by what you're saying. Let me go to uh, Michael, who's in Pennsylvania. Michael, what's going on? Hi. Uh, actually, I was going to say the same thing he was. I do agree that the House and the Senate should pass a law or amend the Constitution, because I agree that the judges sided with it because it's not in the Constitution, but I agree with you that the dissenting judges say, hey, that it is covered by the executive branch yes. to enforce immigration law. Right, and, and this and this executive branch, in fact, Michael, is doing the opposite. They're not enforcing immigration oh, law. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. I, I think, Legally speaking, I'm not disagreeing with those, those who are calling in. Um, I, I'm disagreeing with Brett Kavanaugh not getting that this, of course, is a, a good constitutional piece of our immigration law. It's an enforcement piece. And the... the the Supreme Court basically said you can continue not enforcing laws, which is what's going to happen now. It's not like uh, the stay in Mexico goes away. So instead of those who aren't coming across the border staying in Mexico, now they're going to just come across the border. And you're going to add that many more. You probably will see a doubling of those illegally coming across the border. Tom, got to go fast. I mean fast. What's up? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. You know, it was a bad decision as far as what's going to happen to the country, but as far as if you're going to live by the EO, you're going to die by the EO. 
And it's just showing us more and more time how bad Congress has screwed our country. The Democrats want the voters and the Republicans want the cheap labor. And, and we're screwed again. Well, Tom, I hear you. I disagree with that old mantra that the Republicans want the cheap labor. I disagree with that. I don't know anybody who's a conservative American, conservative values-wise American citizen who wants more illegal aliens to come here so that they can employ him at, 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 cheap, uh, at cheap rates. In fact, I'm a conservative, and I want, I want people to come here legally and be paid a righteous amount of money for the work they do. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back, it'll be Cray News with Kay on a Thursday. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady back, a member of the family. It's Kay Smythe. She's also a reporter uh, at The Daily Caller. But now it's news and commentary. What what are we calling you now, The Daily Caller? Uh, So it's news and commentary writer. Because I was never like a full-on reporter. You know, when I think of reporters, Joe, um, I missed you too. I really missed you this week. I don't know if you said that you missed me, but I really missed you. Well, I said it before we started, but I'll say it now that we're on the air, actually. I really missed you, but you blew me off for the sun and the fun uh, in Nashville or something. So hopefully that went very, did that go very well? I did. I had a really nice time in Nashville. It was just like, it was just a little work thing. One of my clients, we had like a meeting. So I got to go for a couple of days, never been before. But uh, yeah, I got really spoiled. It was fun. And the client, it turns out, was more important than my audience. So we appreciate that. But at least it made a little bit of time for me today. Thank you. The passive aggression, you know, I don't do passive aggression, Joe. I'm Welsh. That's I'll, true. I just go straight to insanity aggression. Yes, so. you are aggressive, aggressive. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we did miss you. I'm glad that we were able to get you on today. Cause I know that you're traveling some more. Then we have the Fourth of July coming up next week. So I'm glad that we were able to sit down today and have a conversation. You know, you wrote a story about a friend of mine who's been on the show a million times. He's uh, an, an FCC commissioner, Brendan Carr, because Brendan Carr just doesn't care. Um, I'll, I'll use the vernacular. Brendan Carr don't care. This this guy will go after the Chinese national, the CCP. He'll go after TikTok. He'll go after ByteDance. He doesn't care. And I love that about him because he is trying to protect Americans. Now, you know that I've got a TikTok. You don't. And you actually said, I'm not going to go down the TikTok rabbit hole, which I appreciated when I talked to you about it about six months ago. But there really is an issue here where they're collecting more data than we even know, isn't there? Yes. So TikTok, I, I mean, I, I try to avoid anything related to China at this point. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, Joe. I nearly moved to Hong Kong before I moved to Los I Angeles. I had no idea. No clue. Yeah. I used to love China. I've been many times. Um, and then, you know, Xi just like needs to take a freaking chill pill because he's just like, I'm going to take over the world. It's just like, yeah, we know we're experiencing <laughs> is that it. is that your imitation of his voice? We're going to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take over the world. <laughs> Shut up, Xi. No one cares. So so, so go oh. ahead. So you almost moved to Hong Kong. And, and thank God you didn't because there was a lot of unrest there afterwards. Um, but uh, talk to me about ByteDance slash TikTok. And what is Brendan Carr saying from the FCC? Because he wants these out of the app stores, right? So here's the issue, Joe. Whenever a company has any kind of relationship with China, 
any like anywhere in China, whether it's Hong Kong, the mainland, I think even Taiwan, the CCP can essentially take all of that data, all of the information that is held by that organization, by that company, and use it for whatever they want. So I used to write for another outlet, and I wrote a lot of stories actually when I was working for them. This is a while ago yeah. about how. A lot of our biological data was being sent to companies throughout the course of the kind of COVID-19 pandemic, you know, whether it was the testing, whether it was like blood samples, whether it was vaccines, all of that information at some way, at some point throughout the process of us getting that data back to us was sent to China or was in the hands of a company that had subsidiaries in China. So say if you started a company today, Joe, say you and I decided to start a company yes. where we're going to test, I don't know, let's let's think. We're gonna educate American kids about, uh, I don't know, the Second Amendment. Let's, let's and think that, that is the company, it's gonna be Joe and Kay teach the kids about guns. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Joe and Kay teach kids about guns. Sorted. I'm going to go trademark that after the show. Okay. Um, but no, basically, say if we started this this company and it required, you know, children to watch videos, it required them to maybe like make videos, educational content. Uh, maybe they, you know, I mean, I would never, I don't think it's like normal personally to create a social media platform that encourages children to dance for likes. I right. just, I, there's a very thin line between that and like some very horrible stuff. Yes. Whatever. But say we created this company that, that taught kids about the Second Amendment. And um, one of our developers or say one of our investors was Chinese or ran businesses in China, was yes. a Chinese business. The CCP could come along and say, yeah, we're going to take all of this data that's held by your platform. We're going to use it within our weird military stuff, and we're going to reverse engineer it and do whatever we want with it. And by the way, that's all your kids' data. So the, like, the Chinese government can literally track where every single American child is because of TikTok. That's why That's crazy. I was so fascinated by the yeah. story. It's horrendous. Honestly, like China has already invaded America and no one's talking about no, it. In, in many, in many ways. And they all win it. And it's, and it's not just some sort of uh, passing no notion that you just said. I mean, they, they bought Hollywood. They're, they are big Hollywood now. Uh, they bought yeah. uh, the Confucius uh, Academies where they were. They, they're taking over universities by saying we'll give you millions of dollars in endowment. Uh, just let us teach these classes here and let's, let, let us do these things. And now social media as well. See, I'm on TikTok, but I keep getting kicked off. I've been suspended for a week now because I dared, you know, uh, uh, go after somebody else who did a TikTok video. That's a long story for another time. But I go in, and when people say, why are you on there helping the CCP? My answer is, I know they're collecting my data. I know they're watching what I post. I know that they're only showing me videos that they think I'll like, so I'll stay on the app. So does, so does Facebook. So does Twitter. So, so do these other American companies that I'm on as well. Why wouldn't I go in eyes wide open? But you're saying it's even more nefarious than that. They're collecting more data than I even know they're collecting, and they're actually tracking us because the Chinese government gets gets to have this information just because. I mean, am I hearing you right? Yeah, basically. Like, I'm at the point now where I actually want to set up. I downloaded TikTok when it first came out so I could check it out, and yeah. then I did sort of like 10 minutes of research and was like, this is just not for me. Yeah. I, you know me, Joe, I hate social media yes. anyway. 
Um, well, your social you know, media posts are either great stories that you write for the Daily Caller, or you telling everybody, everybody to the f word. Um, yeah, basically. Uh, f off. Well, um, like I don't, said, yes, don't so write I to me. By the steering wheel. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. So you, you really, as, as a young happening person, you're like an old soul. You don't like all this garbage being thrown at you all the time. And I really appreciate that about you. But this is really valid information because there are people who are parents who are watching and listening, maybe some kids who don't understand the depths at which the CCP will go to get further control here, right? Yes, absolutely. And honestly, I just look long-term at this stuff, Joe. And if I was the darkest, most awful actor in the room, and I don't mean like Hollywood actor, I mean just like an individual. Right. Um, the lengths that could be taken with the data that China now has on America, I mean, they could shut us down overnight. You know, there's this whole like supply chain crisis. They keep shutting down Shanghai and all these different cities. Right. I've written so many pieces about it at this point. I've just like lost count. Um, I honestly don't think they're doing it because of COVID. I think they're doing it because so much of what Americans are dependent upon, not in terms of maybe necessarily the goods themselves, but what the goods are packaged in, in plastics, right in uh you know even just like paper so much of that comes from china and they have us i i was about to say something a bit naughty then but they they have a stranglehold on us and we don't realize we're suffocating and yeah. tiktok is just another version of that well i appreciate you, you highlighting that because what americans have to understand is that we gave up our own self-sustainability, self-reliability to China a long time ago to save a couple of bucks. We should be manufacturing here. We should be self-sufficient here. We should be energy independent here. We keep on giving it up. Once we get through the, the, the election cycle, you've got an idiot like Biden being run by Obama, I believe, and then a House and Senate that just don't care. Here we are uh, genuflecting to China again. It doesn't make any sense. I appreciate that story. People should go and check that out. It's uh, Kaysmyth. Go to Kaysmyth.com. It's K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E dot C-O-M. And check out everything she does on The Daily Caller as well. Some, some, is this a, a U.S. rep, a U.S. senator? Who, who invited everybody to go to their OBGYN appointment in Connecticut? Help me out here. What is this? Oh I don't want to go. Story. Okay, so um, one of my friends is a very, very, very close friend of mine is Carl Higby over at, uh, he's on Carl's Newsmax. Greg, yeah. Um, you know, former Navy SEAL. Like, Carl, Carl is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Yes. I, I love him dearly. Awesome. He texts me and goes, uh, we've got this woman who's running, like this Democrat running for state Senate in Connecticut, and she just tweeted to invite everyone to her next gynecologist's appointment. And like, I think he was sending it to me just to be like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, this is this is too funny. <laughs> so um, yeah, she basically is like one of these kind of crazy uh liberals who you know while the rest of the country hey get this joke whilst the rest of the country is worried about our kids being tracked by tiktok yes our teenagers and young adults all the way up to 60 year olds are dying from fentanyl overdoses yes. and all of our medical data is being captured by china she's there trying to you know focus on the topic of abortion whereas in states like connecticut it's going to be easier to get an abortion because of the overturning of roe v wade but you know obviously i feel like like that story has just been, you know, kind of beaten to death at this point. Everyone understands that now. Hey, hey, I have to know, why do these people have such a level of self-importance? Why does she think I give a crap about what she thinks? And why does she think uh, taking us along with her to her OBGYN appointment is somehow going to change my mind on abortion? Help me understand the inner workings of their brains. You're smarter than I am. You tell me this every day. H how exactly is it that this person thought in her brain, this is a great idea. 
this will really turn the tide on abortion. Was well, because our politicians are no longer public servants. They're, They're not just failed they? actors. Yeah. She's just another wannabe Stacey Abrams who's a wannabe Star Trek fangirl actress. Like, these are people who couldn't get into Hollywood, who probably couldn't get into any kind of major corporate, you know, ladder, shall we say. Yeah. They weren't smart enough to start their own thing and build it out. So they get into public office because it'll make them famous and because they can get away with, I don't know, like anything that they want to make themselves wealthy. Like there is no more public service. I, I, I'm lying. I'm lying. I actually met a really wonderful congressman on one of my recent flights out to Palm Springs um, from Ohio. He had just visited the border and him and his chief of staff. I literally just like they sat next to me at a bar in Dallas airport and they were wonderful. They were actually doing God's work. But all these Dems, all they do is virtue signal and they're failed in everything else that they've done. So they're like, oh, let's get into like public office because then I'll be cool and popular. Like, no, you weren't cool and popular in high school. You're not cool and popular now. <laughs> and Stop I, talking. And I don't want to go to your to, to your OBGYN appointment. This is so stupid. It's yeah. Smythe. Go to Smythe.com. Smythe is with an E at the end because she's Welsh. Um, uh, go there and check out every story she writes for the Daily Caller. She's amazing. D.C., San Francisco, New York City clearly run horribly, clearly have out-of-control crime. You have the Upper East Side. You had a 20-year-old mother who was shot in the back of the head while she was pushing her, her child in a stroller. It turns out the suspect is her husband, but uh, Eric Adams comes out and acts like it's because of, of, uh, uh, of the Supreme Court saying that New Yorkers can buy guns now. This is, how, this is how backward they are. Nobody in these cities is trying to solve crime, Kay. They're all trying to figure out how they can blame Republicans and conservatives. So uh, t- tell, tell me about this study that shows that these cities are, in fact, the worst run of the country. So this is a study conducted by Wallet Hub, and you know me, Joe, I like my data. I'm not gonna, you know, take data from someone who's using like three different metrics right. or something. So they had 38 different metrics broken down into eight different categories, but the sort of overarching thesis or what they were trying to establish was could they create a legitimate metric that shows A, how much money the city has, and B, how efficiently that money is being spent. And pretty much C, I guess, would be what the long-term and short-term effects of that monetary expenditure are. So DC, San Francisco, New York, all rated the worst run cities in the country. Right. Now, I this kind of goes back to my previous point. All I see these days are headlines about Eric Adams, who, by the way, I think is one of the stupidest people that has ever graced this planet. Very dumb like, guy. Have, yeah, he's like, a dumb the guy. The stuff he comes out with, this yeah. is just my personal opinion. I think he's a clown. Um, we've got Eric Adams, who spends pretty much every weekend partying with celebrities. Yes. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I used to do that when I was in my early 20s. If I was voted to be the mayor of one of the most important cities in the world, don't think I'd be, like, going to bars and, like, drinking with, like, Cara Delevingne till 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay, he goes, he, goes to like Bever- he, goes to like, he goes to, like, Beverly Hills and raises money, and he's leaving New York City with no leadership at all. Not that yeah. there's much leadership when he's there. And he called all of the media racist when they asked him directly questions about the crime in the city you're only asking me because of my skin tone and then again yesterday he comes out and says because of what clarence thomas did in 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 the supreme court this is why this guy got a gun it it isn't even in law yet in new york and and there's a waiting period in new york this guy could not have gotten the gun because of the supreme court ruling the guy has a long criminal history and he's a bad guy with a gun so so now that we know this 
How do we convince the citizens of these cities? Although San Francisco's coming around, Case Mike, let me tell you something. When they kicked three people off the school board in San Francisco, and when they fired their DA that was, uh, that was put in office by Soros, San Francisco's waking up, which blows my mind. How do you get the oh, other cities yeah. that are suffering to do the same? All these cities, thankfully, I think are already doing that. You know, I do worry about New York because there's a lot of very stupid, wealthy people there. Like a lot of these, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I I would love to retire. We were joking right before we started the show today, Joe. I would love to retire. But if I spend the next 20 years raising kids, keeping a home and not really being engaged in like politics. The last thing I'm going to do is take my husband's hard-earned money and go out and pretend like I know what I'm doing when I give it away to politicians. Right. There's a lot of people, i.e. useless women in New York who do that. That might be a controversial statement. Come at me. I'm a Republican. I don't care. I live in the <laughs> South. Everyone around me is armed. Yes. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of stupid people in New York City. Uh, you know, cities are really the death of society anyway, but that's a whole other topic. Yes. Um, you know, DC's coming around. But, Joe, this goes back to a point that I'm going to try and bring up every single time you are kind enough to let me come on the show. I think what's going to happen is we're going to see this red wave in November. The economy is going to crash. It's already crashed, but it's going to, like, actually, like, full-on implode and just, like, just descend into chaos. Right. Um, I think a lot of people are going to suddenly be hungry. I think a lot of people are suddenly going to be really scared They're going to blame the Republicans for it, even though it's the complete mismanagement of the Fed and of our current administration. And um, they're going to try and basically push some other clown show to run for president in 2024. Because there's no way it's going to be Biden. No way. And you hear Hillary's name popping up, which is so ridiculous. She's such a a horrible person. I can't believe that the left is dumb enough to bring her up again. But then again, if you think Hillary, Kamala, or Joe, she might be the best choice for the left, which... To me, means that Trump, if he runs again, or DeSantis, will win easily. It's Casemith, Casemith.com. Okay, I'm out of time. i got 10 seconds. I, I'm, I'm serious. Tell me about the homeless fight in Hollywood. What, what the hell is going on here? I mean, so I saw this video today. It was on Street People of Los Angeles. My friend, who's a realtor, uh, Travis, uh, he sent me the video. He took it. It's just yet another homeless fight. It was like it was like such a throwback for me, Joey. You know, I came up in radio and TV talking about the homeless crisis in Los Angeles. And you know what's happened under Democratic leadership in Los Angeles to tackle the homeless crisis? It's gotten worse. Yeah, but Kay, guess what? They do, they're trying to make California a sanctuary state for trans children. So thank God they're, they're thinking about the important stuff. It's uh, Kay Smythe. Go to KaySmythe.com. K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E. Dot com. Go and check out everything she does in the Daily Caller. Check her out on Newsmax TV as well. Kate, lovely to see you. I missed you earlier in this week. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank you, Joe. It's so lovely to see you too. I'll see you again soon. Have a great 4th of July if I don't speak to you before. You, you as well. Independence Day is what we say. Yeah, you guys won. I get it. Yeah, okay. we, we did. We'll be back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. We're just about out of time. We appreciate you stopping by today. Do me a favor, stop by JoePags.com and click on Rumble 
Check out that monologue I did on minimum wage. I say there should be no minimum wage. And go hear me out. Love to have your comments. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Kerry. I'm Joe. We'll see you later. This is the Joe Park Show.